I just I can I can cry too. I can cry too. It's okay. It's okay. Welcome to We Need a Girlfriend. Hey everyone, this is Chris. Ashley. Kaylee. Welcome. And our miniature little one, Aurora. If you hear grumbling. If you, or, yeah. if you hear grumbling, it's just not my tummy. <laughs> Do you say tummy? Uh, it depends on the connotation or context. Because you do like to be little, so I imagine I it's like tummy. I do. I say tummy. I say belly. 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 Tummy or belly. Yeah. I, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so please check us out. Social medias. Instagram. And then, uh, yeah, just keep listening to us. Download. Respond. Take a look hey, at our link tree. thanks to all of our followers, by the way. We're up to now 75 followers hey, on there Instagram. You go. There we go. And you know what I think a lot of it is? Is they come for the laughs and they come for the come. And shout out to our lovely sponsor that makes this possible, Love Ends. See, I wrap it around. There we wrap go. it lovely. All right. Listen, who doesn't want a reason to keep coming back? There we go. So, again, take a look at the link tree. You know, buy some lovely stuff right there. They had their National Orgy Day, too, like a couple of weeks back, which is, uh, we'll have to get in on that. National Orgy Day. Yeah, it's actually all the, all the, uh, the online connections are uh-huh. just connected into one, like, lobby. And so everyone's just like, are you shitting me? No, no. That's actually amazing. <laughs> I did not know that that was, it was a inc- thing. I'm like, I was. I like, thought oh. it was like a sales promotion or some shit. I mean, I guess it's kind of a sales promotion because well, no, you want to get in on the orgy. Well, sure, but I thought that's just you know, like it's I, national. I don't know, best friend day because that was apparently Monday. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. Wait, what? Every day is a best friend day. Well, yes, every day is best friend day, but apparently Monday was national best friend day. Oh, okay. So there you go. Thanks a lot. We have you got- national something every day. Mm-hmm. Literally every day. I mean, it's a marketing ploy. I mean, yeah. it's just to get you. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Which, but, again, is what I thought the, the orgy thing was. But apparently I was wrong. But there you go. So it's, let's have sex with lots of strangers on the Internet. Why not? It's just the Internet. It's not weird, right? Maybe it is. I don't know. Is there such a thing as too weird for the Internet? I mean, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, Rule 34 exists for a reason. So there we go. Bruh. Yeah. Oh, Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Oh. Bruh. Something you started saying ironically that is no longer ironic. <laughs> so, but That's a thing. so we'll start off the beginning. Uh, I have a lot of questions and just weird thoughts. How about that? Right? You always I mean, have weird thoughts. You've been here for more than five minutes. You know this. I know. <laughs> okay, so I have had many thoughts. Here's one of them. Uh, I think it's really weird. Ever since we started doing a podcast that talks about like polyamory and you know sexual relations and things like that mm-hmm. how often i hear radio and tiktoks and everything about making monogamy hot it's really weird it's like how do you keep your one-on-one partner spicy like how do you keep it spicy so a good example is like on the radio like a you know, radio like a week ago and they're like here's some things to help you keep that relationship you know real tight and i'm kind of going like kegels <laughs> yeah no that's true sorry 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 keep Continue. it real keep it real taunt yeah keep it real taunt uh, no i just that i just think it's weird how you know i guess in this in this world that we're in mm-hmm. you know that i guess the normalization you know the the normal of just well you have your partner and things sometimes go a little you know a little stale or yeah you know and how, how do you how do you spice it up and i get it that you know polyamory is not for everyone and it's also not something you use to spice up your monogamy. No. Right. So it was just kind of, I don't know. I guess I never really thought of it until we started doing this. I'm kind of like, it seems a little weird. 
Yeah, I mean, because like we talked about, you know, polyamory is not something that you try. Right. It's yeah, that yeah, nope, not going off on that tangent again because it's happened at least three times. Yeah. So yeah. you're welcome, people. I have some self control this morning, evening, day. I don't know. Time isn't real. Time's a construct. Yeah. Time is a construct, <laughs> and it's not real. Yeah, but no, I just kind of noticed that after we started doing this, and you kind of hear that a lot. You know, a There's... lot of TikToks, a lot of radio stuff. You know, when they're like, "Ooh, we're trying to be," you know, more adult. There's a a mm, a rule, a theory, a something mm-hmm. that says you hear something more or see something more. Oh, like if a confirmation bias thing. It yeah. not not confirmation bias. It's, it's something. It's some... It's, like, it's like when you buy a car and now all of a sudden you see that car yes. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's got a name and I don't remember what the name is. So well, if you know that... what the name of what I'm talking about or thinking about is, DM us. Help me out. I'm so confused. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, it's kind of like um, when I brought up the pineapple thing yeah. last podcast. And then something happened to Chris at work. That's we're what gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that it's it's all my things that Chris wants to talk yes. about because uh, it's incredible. Okay, I, no way he didn't believe me, and I told you. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay, uh, here's another thing. Hmm. I I understand that. Do you? We breathe out carbon dioxide. Oh God. Oh. And that okay. trees and plants about. like take in carbon dioxide dioxide to make oxygen mm-hmm. right how do trees breathe oxygen out how does like there has to be some sort of like no escaping i mean is it the leaves is yes. it the bark is it the roots but wait if it leaves, was the leaves dude. then you wouldn't have oxygen in the wintertime you'd be suffocating in the wintertime because there's no because leaves there's no leaves the only thing that's green is the evergreens yeah and needles are leaves yeah i know that so do we get less oxygen in the wintertime Evergreens. You realize that's not the only source of oxygen in the world. Where else? The sky? God? I'm going to tag in. Here, I'm going to show my age. Science side of Tumblr, help! (laughs) But I keep keep thinking of, like, you know, trees breathing, and it's just a little, like... (sighs) I mean... You know, like... That's creepy. Do you live with Ents? Also, Trees if I actually do breathe, though. <laughs> I understand that, but in like just the audible, the I'm like that sounds like fucking tree beard. What the hell? Also, um, I keep love seeing it on TikTok with like the genie, like you know, you can only wish so many things, but you can't wish this. He's like, I want trees to feel pain. I don't want them to say anything or do anything. I just want to know that they feel pain. Okay, there's four things you can't wish right. for. <laughs> there's four things. <laughs> can't make you fall in love anymore with you. Yeah, like all the can't rules. Bring people back bring from people the back dead. And, and he's just like, okay, four it's things you can't wish I don't like druids. <laughs> um, we actually watched, well, Kyrie wanted to watch uh, the Aladdin, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. The Aladdin? Uh, yeah, whatever. It's the new one because it's not the original. I kind of actually action. like that. Like the yeah. title of Aladdin, the Aladdin. Yeah. Okay, so I like the original Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Which yes. has Robin Williams as the genie. Correct. I don't mind the live action one, but Kyrie's like, that's my favorite one. And I'm like, child, what is wrong with Makes you? Makes cringe. It's, because she's like, I don't like to watch the cartoon. What the fuck do you mean you don't want to watch the cartoon? Mind you, she Just was also watching it very blurry right now because her <laughs> eyes were dilated. Well, <laughs> you know. I check. You know. She's like, everything's furry, fuzzy, furry, fuzzy, furry, fuzzy. Like she couldn't say blurry. She kept trying to say blurry and couldn't. It kept Maybe coming furry. Out. I don't know. But uh, it was like blurry with an F. 
Flurry? Flurry, yeah. Flurry. She kept saying flurry. She kept going, it's flurry. Everything's I mean, flurry, it's, mommy. It's a little hot outside to be flurrying, darling, but okay. <laughs> I was like, Kyra, you mean blurry? She goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, flurry. Still yeah. works. Yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you are raising Olaf. Yes. Yeah, why? So <laughs> if you've been listening to us the last few weeks, I've I'm had sorry. some- I've had some brilliant <laughs> ideas. I damn say near Shark Tank level. Damn okay. say near. Damn same near. <laughs> Perfectly amazing, sorta. Um, see, I use those action words right there. It really gets people hooked. Sure. It's like heroin. So. Wow. <laughs> For legal reasons, y'all, that's, that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> so, as you know, I, I talked about the Yeti, right? Yes. You know, it's shaped, oh, it's shaped, oh, and yeah. you can like Lattes clip. He came up with a name for it. I got, I got it. Well, you take him forever. I said, I said, you know, she was saying that last night too. Anyways, I was not. She was saying a lot of things last night. Anyways, so I thought of the perfect Uh-oh. name for it. Okay, you ready? You drink, you put a little clip, mustache, eyebrow, mm-hmm. whatever right there. Call it a mug shot. Yes, yes, that face. That face is what I want <laughs> when I go in front of Mark Cuban and all the rest of the people on Shark Tank. He said it to me too. And you know what the funny thing is? Is I made the same face and then I was like, actually, that's not a bad idea. The, re- the, the, <laughs> the fact that it made me roll my eyes so hard I saw my brain stem means that it's a fantastic <laughs> name for a product. <laughs> By the way, we have trademarked that. Don't touch it. It's ours. Yeah, don't even look at it. Don't even try to go to the office. They're closed Monday through Friday. So uh, another, th- another thing that I kind of thought about, uh, I was hearing other guys talk about you know we all talked about the uh uh the the fallacy of if pinocchio said my nose will grow and then it doesn't grow then he would be lying and then it does grow okay we've all heard we've all heard about that sure word yeah. play, right okay sure right his nose it's, can't grow unless he tells it's a lie similar to the 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 pocket watch paradox right so paradox thank you um apparently new information has arose risen has risen has arisen come to light come to light that Pinocchio could say, my nose will grow, and then it would. Even though he told a truth, and it was a lie, because it was the intent of what he said. If his intent was, I'm going to try to lie in order to prove a point, intently, internally, he did lie, and therefore his nose would grow. Even though from an outward perspective, they thought it would be true, but his intent was it would lie. Hold on. So what you're telling me is that Pinocchio's a witch. Yes. I mean, he's a demon. Let's be honest. He's a he's a devil. He he, he should well, not exist. He can exist. make his nose grow via his intention. Therefore, Pinocchio is a witch. <laughs> yeah, prove me wrong. I dare you. Do you want to watch the Meat Canyon of Pinocchio? It's I'm sorry. Watch the what? Meat Canyon. You know the the you know the with the weird what faces. The, the hell? Car- oh Jesus! He, the guy did a Pinocchio one, and it's terrifying. Oh, is that I, like the gum is, the gumball dude? No. Yeah. The, oh God, no. no. I'm good. It's it's very unsettling. You know, I've only ever watched. Let the me whole... shotgun this, and then maybe Twisted T. How'd you get that in here? Yeah. It's outlawed in 15 states. <laughs> That's the big, the big That's can. The, big, the, the little, little ones are pocket size. Uh, this is like a 22. Yeah, it's like it's like it's not gonna hurt you. <laughs> it's a 22. It's a, <laughs> a twisted T is a fucking like you know 44. Oh, you know, like this will this shit will blow you away. But that. That's nothing. You could. It's, it's a, a small tw- caliber. For 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 those of you who are playing the at home game, this is a twelve ounce can of twisted tea. I threatened him with it before we started recording. <laughs> it's a small caliber. It's like a little bug bite. Little. <laughs> I'm also that's drinking a small s- caliber right here. Yeah. You twat. Yeah. 
Um, it'd be really weird if I was the one that said that. I'm drinking um, out of my water bottle. I've got your small caliber here. I'm sorry. I get to choose my caliber and my color, so fuck you. I can change the color. Uh, yeah, it depends how hard you press it. I was going to say, I don't um, know if you would want to. Also, too, um, I also want to start up doing things for D&D. Just so you know, uh, I made a weapon. It's called a bicycle. It swings both ways. Bicycle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I've seen that TikTok. I yeah. know. I know. It made me laugh, uh-huh. and I was like, I'll bring it up. Uh-huh. So. Now we'll get into the real meat of why we want to talk about what we want to talk. And not about what I want to talk about later, but what I want to talk about now. I think I want The pineapple thing? So last week. Wield a sickle. Bicycle. I I want Rue to have a sickle as her main weapon. I think you should do that. Oh, God. Sorry. If I give her a pun for a weapon and I voice her the way I'm intending to, I will not make it. Like Harley Quinn. To session three. Fran Drescher plus Harley Quinn. Do it, do, yeah, do it real quick. Do it real what? Quick. Oh, I got to hear this. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I have, I, get to the pra- character. I have to practice more. Otherwise, I'm going to not stop laughing at myself. Yep. <laughs> How you doing? My name's Ruma. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, just imagine that. Hours, hours and hours. You're going to drive Brian crazy. Oh, yes. Ruma, you <laughs> devil, you. I'm going to have to start listening to oh. listen to you guys drive him nuts. Wait, what's your name again, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, how dare you? That was my butler's name. <laughs> oh, it's going to it's going to get wild. You realize he listens to this, right? And we're both going to get murked on Sunday. <laughs> uh, we'll be OK. So anyways, we'll talk about what we really want to talk about. Did you want to say something? No. OK, so last time we got together. We had talked about, you know, the whole pineapple thing with, you know. Yeah, because I brought it up. Well, which, yes. is, which is, a, I guess, a a symbol, if you would, of like, you know, swingers and stuff. And it was just like kind of really funny. And we talked about other things, too. But anyways, the next day. I, the, was it literally the next day? Literally the next day. I, you know. Did they listen to our podcast? No. Well, it was the day oh. after you posted it or the day after we recorded it? The day after we recorded it. Oh. So that's, yeah, there you go. Okay. So we, I go oh, to work. I'm shit into the universe, y'all. Yeah. I go to, <laughs> I, I go to work and just doing normal things. And you know, the normal things in the morning, you like, you, you talk, and you know, like, hey, I, you talk. Yeah. And I got on a discussion with one of our new hires. Okay. And her name, I don't know if I want to give her name. No, don't Probably give her name. Probably not. her name yet. So, uh. We got on the discussion of, you know, we talked about um, you don't have to be biologically a parent of someone to lo- you know, love them and things like that. Yeah. And that kind of stemmed into um, kind of stemmed into this thought of, well, you can you know love people and, you know, you have your, you know, you know, you know people close to you and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, we were talking about that on our podcast. And she's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, you know, we talk about a lot of things, relationships, but it's, you know, focused more, poly, you know, polyamory and uh, you know, polyamorous lifestyle. And she's like. That's just really funny because me and my husband are swingers. So it's good. really weird to see you out, to see someone like you out in the wild. And I'm like, Bruh. what? And then and then I was like, I did, I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. And I go, that's weird because like I didn't see like anything that would. And, and she had she had pineapple socks on. <laughs> did you ask her about the pineapple socks? Well, no, because she just pointed to them and I knew what that meant. Okay, so she no, that's what I'm saying. Did. Was that a connection that you made or a connection that she made? That's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, she pointed I, at them. Because I think I made a joke. I was like, "Oh, I didn't see like a pineapple like necklace or some, you know, something on there." And it was literally the lowest thing to the ground. Her socks, and I was just like, "You got me there. You got me there." <laughs> so, having said that, 
we're having dinner in like a couple weekends. Yeah. Okay. With her and her fiance. Yeah. Okay. Um, fiance. I, yeah. Oh. Um, oh God, I triggered. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, I'm curious because I did ask her. I was going like, I'm. I'm. I'm curious about you know, how someone gets into that lifestyle and, you know, what right. that, how does that affect your relationship? And, um, you know, in the very brief moments that I could while I was at work before people would be like, what are you guys talking about? Anyways. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get sent to HR. Yeah. yeah. What, are you guys talking about? what are you guys talking about? Um, I did ask her if she wants to do, be on a podcast, be on our podcast and talk about it. She said, I am not shy. Which maybe go like makes sense considering. Uh, okay. I mean, I would hope you're not shy if that's a thing that you're into. Yeah. Right. I mean. Um, <laughs> but she was she was just really cute about it, and then it's 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 really oh man, I don't know how the best way to say this. It's really kind of made the relationship between her and I at work like just different. Kind of like you have like a secret. You know, yeah. like you're in a you secret club. You cranked a different gear. Yeah, you're like in a secret club yeah. kind of thing. And I was oh, like, oh, a hundred percent. I had, I had, I called her my work wife. Yeah. We had it. It was a different level of relationship. Oh, I had reasons. I had a work husband. Yeah. Ironically enough, his name was the same as my husband's. So well, that makes life easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or awkward, depending on. Never mind. Nope. No, it wasn't awkward. Or sexy. Anyways. That's hot. But uh, yeah, so I just thought it was really, really, really funny how we talk about stuff like that. And, it, and it's made it sound like from her perspective that this is a more unusual thing that someone's kind of, I guess, so open about their dynamic. Okay. She's saying it's unique that you are so it's, open it's, about it's, it's, yours? Un, it's unusual that like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, we have a podcast about, you know, polyamory. Sure. Because I think that people are just like, oh, that's something that I... Don't advertise. And right. She did. She did ask me later in that day. She just goes, you know, I'm curious. Is there other people at work that kind of know this right there? I'm go. Well, it's not really something that I kind of like bring up of like, hey, how's your day going here? But by the way, <laughs> I, I also kind of understand like the work dynamic versus like, yeah, it's probably There's not something a, there, at work. It should be something more private. I mean, I get that. Eh, for me, it's less. And this is my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Like there are lines that you don't actively cross necessarily no. at work. Oh, yeah. But it's not something like that I'm going to hide about myself. Right. Like now that it's out there, it's out there. Like, you right. know, like right. my public no. profiles have been tagged in it. I have, you know, the infinite love symbol on my Facebook profile picture right now. I'm technically wearing like, the symbol that goes for it on my necklace. On your collar. On my collar. A heart with the infinity. Yeah. 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 Technically, I am wearing it, so. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Well, I guess this is, I keep, I'm trying to use different words. Keep, stop saying interesting. It's not interesting if it's interesting. You need a fucking thesaurus, dude. Uh, I'm a dinosaur. It's a thesaurus, rar. Um, <laughs> but I've had, let me, I know this, I know this is in the same, not same vein, giggity, same church, kind of different vein. pew. Uh, I, it, it, it's, we had we had someone who was a higher up at where I had worked before, mm. and okay. he was um, oh my gosh I'm blanking now Utah religion. I mean, uh, not, uh, yeah, Mormon, more more Mormon. He more, had like more? He, more, he, I mean, well, he he had he had multiple wives. That's not technically part of the Mormon Church anymore. It, but not anymore. He, he, it's he, part of the old. But Mormon but he church. had he had. 
that polygamy that is poly- the word you're polygamy looking. thank you yeah he, he he had that like kind of polygamy thing and people were like really behind his back talking about it from a very negative perspective mm-hmm. and and maybe that's why i'm a little cautious because i, I know like polygamy and polyamorous are not the same thing however I mean, if it breaks away from, i guess from traditional yeah relationships people kind of it's non-monogamy yeah, I, people, non-monogamy is just, it's such a... It's stigmatized. We, yeah. And the main reason it's stigmatized is because, tell me, what is the default setting mm-hmm. for a human in the United States? Or any, pick a Western culture, any Western culture. Alone, crying, watching anime. <laughs> I didn't say aesthetic. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you find for me, Find me if I'm wrong. <laughs> find a fault of river. fuck me if I'm wrong? <laughs> No, I don't know what I said. I don't know. What <laughs> Swear to God, when you listen back, gonna, tell me. Okay, whether, I'll, I'll, it'll be really easy to remember. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me whether that was what you said because I'm swear that's what you said. I was like, don't call me out on my aesthetic. Number one, number two, the default setting. Yeah. So if you are going to describe the average American human, mm-hmm. it's going to be you're married with two point five kids, married with at least two kids, and by married I mean someone who has a penis marrying someone who has a vagina mm-hmm. like specifically like i said cis het marriage mm-hmm. with 2.5 kids and a white picket fence and apple pie i mean not necessarily the white picket fence and apple pie anymore but yeah like that is the average well the 2.5 kids is starting to become like non-existent too good because we're over fucking populated sorry that's another podcast anyway although there was something too that this other person had mentioned as well the not not procreating yes and actually had taken procedures to to get that oh i remember yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) which i was like okay which kind of maybe a fits the lifestyle a little bit and b i mean to each their own if they if i they said they would want to adopt that there was needy kids out there i'm like okay yeah more power to you if i could just you know yeet the baby maker i would be a very happy person Mm -hmm. because Mine hates me a lot. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm in prime baby bearing age and I have to have multiple people's permission to get rid of a part of my body that I don't want anymore. Big toe. No baby toe. You don't need the baby toe anymore. No, actually you do. What? You walk really off balance if you don't have all your toes. Really? Baby toes help balance you out. Mm-hmm. They keep me regular. So... <laughs> Carl, that kills people. <laughs> Carl, that's Tutenleute. <laughs> God damn it. I have not seen that episode of the... Llamas char- with Hats? Llamas with Hats in like 10 years, and I can still remember that line. Apparently she wants to rock tonight. Yeah, okay. rock a kid. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> get those double... She just deadass did the Freddie yep. Mercury. Yes. Oh my yes. God. Get, just get out the double horns, you know? <laughs> what are you... Uh, 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 in the belt? Will you sit still? Oh, God. Nope. I'm going to knock mommy out. That's what I'm going to do. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry for the baby that you hear in the background. I mean, you're, ch- you're we have a podcast about sex. It's a child. That is a very possible outcome of of, of penis and vagina sex. You know what I also... Who are you talking to? There's nobody over there right I now. also talk to other, our oldest, no. and I wait, go... Wait. Tr- say, say that sentence again. There was too much happening. Sorry. I also talk to our oldest whenever Aurora says something. And I'll go, hey, what did she say? And she goes, well, I don't know. I go, what? you're closest to her age. You would think you would know the language. You're, you're right. You're closest to that baby language. I'm sorry. Have you seen Baby Geniuses? One or two. Uh, baby Geniuses. Yeah, there's a second one. I know. 
no. Baby Geniuses. No. <laughs> no. You've never seen the original? No. How dare I you? feel like I have, and I just forgot. No, it's old. You know, like like a baby, you know, you forget things. You're like, ah. Oh. Well, legit, there's like a particular age, I forget what they call it, that they lose all of the, the geniusness and the the, com- the possibility to speak that language and everything else. It's, it's, it's just gone. It's the kids next door. Yeah, it's like po- when they're like idea. four. No, no, they're like before they hit two or three. Like they're little, little. And I'm talking... Really? Because Kyrie did it until she was like. Well, no, I'm she's talking about the movie. I'm saying, oh, I was like, wait, Kyrie did the baby, like the baby talk. Like we every once in a while, we get a word and Mm -hmm. we get a full sentence. But there was times where she reverted back to the baby talk and she was like three. Hi, I'm 34. And sometimes I still refer back to baby talk. So, no, (laughs) I mean, in the movie, they said there's like that mystical age where that part of your brain just shuts down. Or in Kids Next Door, the cartoon, they wipe it. Even though you're a secret agent. Super spy. Anyway. All right. I'm glad I wanted to talk what I wanted to talk about. All right. You glad you got to talk about what you wanted to talk about? Man, I'm like I said, I've been up since like executive function strokes are a thing, y'all. Did we get through all of Christopher's? Did we get through everything that I wish to do? Sorry, y'all. I kept them up till two. I think I'm Why are you apologizing for that? So anyways, spreader bars are a thing and they're fucking great. Just putting that out there. Mine got mine came imported from Japan. Mm-hmm. It's nice quality. Really liked it. There we go. Did you end up getting the wood one? Yeah. I did. Solid hand carved wood. I tested its It's solid. Strength. It is solid. <laughs> well, considering yeah, I mm-hmm. It can also be used like a a a rodeo clown hook. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, <laughs> essentially. I get my legs I, in the right spot and I just pull against his hike. ass and don't move them. That, <laughs> was, also, him in the that was also enjoyable. Yeah. So, I mean, I was. Now, the was, question is hmm. do you have evidence of that? Of me hooking him and like. Meaning, do you have bruises? I don't know. I didn't no. check. <laughs> it wasn't very like whack, wacky. It was more of just very just for restricted and well forced. i mean it doesn't have to be so maybe that's just me because i bruise like a week old peach if i think about getting hit you bruise like a banana yeah i uh, no, week old peach is worse is it oh yeah I don't know. remind me to show you my my uh basket bruises after we're done here and no that doesn't mean they look like baskets and it's nothing exciting y'all it's from my work like i hike groceries on my hip like a child five times plus a day and there are line bruises oh, all over my oh, hips man. from just like hooking it on like the top of like my hip bone so that I can walk with it. <laughs> but, you, but it's great. You can play checkers while you're walking. Yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, keeps your keeps your brain active. Yeah. So that's mm. pretty good. I don't need any help keeping my brain active. Thank you. <laughs> I need to put the five year olds in my brain in front of a TV show so that I can get some fucking work done. Like baby that's geniuses. No, One not like baby oh, geniuses. Okay. <laughs> anyway so anyways yeah anyways spreader bars are fucking great i loved it uh i'm glad very enjoyable yeah. glad you finally we were... we did also try out the nipple clamps yeah no 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 however hear me out they are gator style so uh-huh. but they do have a rubber tip to them right there there Did are you different get styles. Actual clamps? Yes. I got kind of more, I guess, beginnerish. So it's kind of like an alligator clip that has a tightener. I still don't as like well. them. Not a fan. Because there are some that are like that. There are some that are more clampy. Mm-hmm. There are some that are suctiony. 
Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. That's fair. <laughs> they can be used for more than nipples. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. You know, like earrings. Mm. Put it on no, each that's not what I mean, she that's was talking not about. what I was talking about. I was <laughs> I talking about anything. Do you? Yeah. Okay, then what was I talking about? Read my mind. Tongue. <laughs> oh. Well, you had to like attach it to the clit and everything too, which I think that would be like. Yes, much... absolutely the fuck not. They have those for that, as well, that also connected to the nipples. No. I know. I have How about you put it on one nipple and I put mine on the other nipple and then we have a tug of war? No, fuck you. Get away from my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I will never let you near them again. <gasps> that's, ooh, ooh, them's you, fighting words. You brat you. You know that's not true. <laughs> I see. You come at me with those. Face, your face you is never... saying one thing. Your <laughs> mouth is saying another. I know. <laughs> the, uh, you look come at, her... at me. Your mouth is again? like big fucking bet. Your face is like, oh god, please no. The look in your eyes <laughs> right now of like, I will murder staring you. Staring down <laughs> a tiger. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So just putting that out there. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. We 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 like our new toys mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, we can find new uses for the clampy things. I don't like the clampy things. <laughs> I'm still going with the tug at war right there. I think it's a great one. Then let's hook them to your nipples and I'll tug. Fine. <laughs> okay. See how that goes. Y'all <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> I'll hook them to you and then we'll tug and you'll I'll, tell me I'll how take you this feel. as crazy as you want right there. I'll put it on scrote and I'll put it on lip right there for you and then we'll have a tug. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There'll be oh, only okay. there'll be one winner. Okay. Speaking oh. of hooking things, I'm gonna do the shepherd's crook on both your necks and pull you in so we can actually <laughs> talk about the thing that's been staring me in the face since I sat down here. So, anyways, so you had sent me this a little while back. It was on Polyland. It was the eight kinds of love and the triangular model of love. Yes. So, in in reading this and kind of understanding it, there are different. I think we 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 said there was different facets of love well, there's different, different types, types of, love. of love there's different categories there's different ways to define a relationship is kind of what i took out of this whole mm -hmm. situation mm -hmm. we'll put the link to the the article that we're talking about in the, I can put it in the podcast description. show notes yep um because it's gonna say this shit a lot better than we will um it's very in-depth i really it's, i really, it's really like it. it's really well done um but the triangular theory of love it says <laughs> at sternberg mm-hmm Robert Sternberg. Why are they all called Robert? Again, I said it a couple weeks ago. I know. They're all like Bob. Uh-huh. What about Bob? What about Bob? <laughs> um, devised. So I'm just going to read the, the first. Yep, go ahead and read so, the first says, couple there. So Robert Steinberg devised a model of love that breaks down into three major components. Um, and so there are three points of, <laughs> I love the word titular. The titular triangle. Because it's one of those like words that sounds really, really bad, but it's not. Like tufted <laughs> titmouse. <laughs> like things that you can say in everyday conversation. People are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. oh, okay. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. a bird. <laughs> yeah, dirty, dirty, dirty. Damn. It's a bird. Blue booby. <laughs> Blue footed booby. Blue footed booby, excuse me. <laughs> the mental images that I can create. Anyway, so three parts of said triangle you have intimacy, passion, and commitment. Mm -hmm. Intimacy being emotional bonding, sense of closeness to, closeness to that other person, having shared experiences. Passion being the realm of romance or physical attraction uh, if you're engaged in sex acts and or anything that you relate to being erotic. Um, commitment being um, something that apparently he was very careful to specify can be either short or long term mm -hmm. um, and sometimes both. 
So uh, making formal promises surrounding a future commitment, um, demonstrating your present investment in the relationship. I want to take you over to dinner with, you know, see my family go to dinner. Right. Well, ask anybody in today's current dating situation and they're going to say, if you make plans three months out, then there's some there's some serious business going on. For sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, those are the, the three corners of said triangle. And then the way that I understood it was the eight kinds are different shapes of said triangle kind of. Right. So. Cause yeah. So there was like the, the point of them there. And then I guess there's like the equal part sides of them as well. Kind of. I, I, think, I think that was my understanding of it. So. Eight types of love are possible using every possible combination of the three points of the triangle. Or, in this case, the three tits of the triangle. Sure, the three tits of the triangle. Oh <laughs> it's a titular triangle. Uh-huh. We're just, we have to shorten have, it. We don't have I a lot have of time. I have done this to myself. I'm sorry. We don't have very long on this podcast, so we got to start cutting words. So, there oh, we go. Oh, whatever. Abbreviating words. Three tits. So. Oh, look, more twisted tea. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we'll we'll just go down in each one right here. So you get the first one, non-love. Neither intimacy, passion, or commitment are present. No connection, indifference. Yes. So somebody that you, you know, have an interaction with at the grocery store. Right. Like, you pass, you go, hey, how's it going? Like, you talk over fucking lettuce or some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Non-love. Yeah. Go to, like, a doctor's office and you're sitting in a waiting room with someone. And you're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah surface conversation blah 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 small talk small talk etc yeah um and i would argue to say we have hundreds if not thousands of these on a weekly or monthly basis in an average you know day Mm. we're not going to count the last 10 years breed since march 2020 um so the next one would be like liking or friendship Mm -hmm. Um, and so intimacy without passion or commitment, most friendships are friendly acquaintances typically are going to fall into this category. Right. So uh, this is one that I will differ in my thinking with him on, but we can talk about that later. Okay. Um, I was going to say, if we need to, I guess in our minds, define it or even redefine Oh, it, doesn't have, it, it, it doesn't have to be, I guess, what the author wants. I guess we can redefine. Well, what it's, we want. the way that I would say we, how we interpret these things, like mm-hmm. this is this is his model. This is Stein. This is a postmodernist world. We can take whatever we want as mm-hmm. non-objective. This fact. is Sternberg's theory and Sternberg's models. This is Bob's theory. Yes, Bob Sternberg. Anyway, I notice he's not a doctor. Should we take that into account? Oh my gosh. Anyway, so that's number two. Yep. And that's going to, I'm going to come back to number two later. Um, infatuated love. So you have passion. So the, the romance, physical attraction, sex acts, etc., without intimacy or commitment. Mm-hmm. So that something like, you know, you have a crush on somebody or you are going to have a one night stand with somebody. Get drunk at a bar and be exactly. like, let's smash. Exactly. You, you bring somebody home from a bar, you swipe right on somebody on Tinder, and it's like, you want to smash? Like, that kind of an interaction, rather than, you know. But then they go, where the smash rag at? And you know, ah, yeah. And it gets weird. 
You just made it weird. I made it weird. You always make it. Everyone weird. has a smash rag. You it's not weird. Make it weird. I'm not saying you make yours is the roll of toilet paper beside the bed. <sighs> that leaves some. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm-mm. How dare you? Anyways, <laughs> so you know you don't always allergies. necessarily hit the infatuated love stage. You know, or it's sometimes something that like that's the only type of interaction you have with that person. You go from non-love to infatuated love. Right. Like, I don't know you, but now we've talked for, you know, half an hour and I like the cut of your jib. Let's go fuck. Like, that's the the possible. Is that shoot. is that your go to cut of your jib? Is that Hi, how you slide I'm 10 in? years out of practice. How you doing? <laughs> 10 years out of practice of dating? Of needing to hook somebody. Oh, shit. We're way out of that then. We're Anyways. almost 15 years. I mean, we all we all need help. There's a reason that we are all here. It's fine. <laughs> that's why we're all talking about of our emotions. Although, uh, well, no, we've had a few where we've hooked in, but that's been a few years. Yeah. The last one was a few years ago. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we'll go to the next one here. Or actually, do you want to do the next one? No. Nope. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> we'll go to him. Do you want to talk about any more on that? Eh. I mean, I think that one is Pretty relatively self-explanatory. self-explanatory. I'm going to leave all the reading stuff to y'all. Okay. So long as you're paying attention to you. I am paying attention. Uh, So number four here is we have empty love, commitment without passion or intimacy. This could happen in instances when someone is desperate for a long-term commitment for other reasons, marriage, children, financial stability, but doesn't actually connect with their partner and forces it. It also can be an evolution in a relationship over time that starts out with passion, intimacy, or both, but loses those elements. So this is the first time we talk about where some of those part of the triangles it leaks towards, and then it kind of has a moving off point Mm -hmm. that maybe there was some sort of intimacy and then that is now fizzled fizzled out it has now changed what that love is right that would suck and well i mean you know what we call that marriage (gasps) the standard marriage no you 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 say that but what we were talking about earlier pick your default yeah like if you're gonna talk to that average american human what are they gonna say i live in a loveless marriage yeah that's a sexless marriage like that's i get my one blow job on my birthday a year and that's it like people make it a joke but it's actually actually true like that and it makes me very sad that's that's nope can't go that route right now like but infatuated love can also be the jumping off point for a relationship yeah so but yeah the empty love kind of is it can either be like a stopping point for Mm -hmm. a relationship like it's over Mm mm-hmm or it's, you know, a pit stop in the middle of a relationship because you can rekindle I've any of these corners at any point. I would like to the, the I would like to change the name of Empty Love to the Anna Nicole Smith route. Oh god. Which is oh god. marry a rich old guy for his money and status. Yeah, you might have to have sex. But he's 85 years old. It's not that big of a deal. Well, so then you have to have a small spike of passion then. Uh, passion for money? <laughs> no, darling. Passion. I'm not the way he defines passion. It, it does also say someone is desperate for long term commitment for reasons such as financial stability. Correct. What I'm saying is that there's you're going to have to have at least a small spike in the passion category and not passion okay. in that we are defining passion. Passion. How that's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's so fair. like there are sexual acts in that instance. So right. it's not completely just the point of or the point on the triangle of just the commitment. The tit. Just on that tit part. Yeah, just the commitment tit. There you go. You happy? <laughs> oh my God. So no. number five would be. No. Who would have thought I would have woke up this morning and I heard I would be like, hey, you're going to hear the, Wait, the term. Wait, did you sleep at all? No. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hear the term commitment tit. Yeah, okay. So number five is exactly the inverse of that. Mm-hmm. So passion and intimacy with no commitment. Um, and so that is, what does it say? Uh, it's see, also committed, if it's committed. Okay, so number it's going eight to, below. So we're, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, there was parentheses, so I got interested. So again, that's the exact inverse of the empty love. So this might be. Um, this be like a friends with benefits. Maybe. I mean, it's... I mean, it could be. It could be defined as a friends with benefits. That's one. Part. Be careful with that friends with benefits thing, though, because you can result in a kid that way. If you do it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a friend that did that and wound up with a kid. Whoopsies. Anyway, pull game was weak. Discuss your kinks beforehand. <laughs> anyway, so romantic love. I think alcohol was involved in that one. Ah, uh, there, there <laughs> is responsibility. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it could be friends with benefits. It could be like um a non nesting partner in a polyamory situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like it could be a comet partner in a polyamory situation. Here's the part where we can now like tie it into yeah yeah polyamory. This is, well, this is kind of what I wanted like to start this conversation mm-hmm. that we're currently having about this particular mm-hmm. what's the word article? Yeah, article. Sure, is like different types of relationships that fall into these different types oh, of that. love that this guy is defining. Oh yeah, <laughs> are you sure? I don't know if you're quite qualified yet. You need to have all your baby teeth fall out before you're qualified <laughs> to have this conversation. Yes, how do you feel about Comet Partners? <laughs> Got to see my Comet Partner a couple weekends ago. That was fun. I know. It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I see you smirking over there. I know. I look like a mushroom. I know. She's like, you have stuff on your face. What's I going on? I know. I think I'm cute. I'm I sorry. think you look very no, cute. I think I'm cute. adorable. You Thank are. You. You're cute. I was, I was hoping. She's just not used to seeing eye makeup because I don't ever do mine. Oh, I know. What were you I was, I was going to say it was going to be really funny because I thought if I was going to open the door and I would have said something, you would have been like, what's on my face? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, what is that? What do you mean? What is what? No, I'm very much aware that yeah, there yeah, yeah. is makeup on my face. Uh, but anyways, so, so. Yeah. OK, so I, I, I think I think the point of what I'd like to do is, yeah, go through each one. Let's just assume, I guess it's just a you know monogamous relationship or what you know at least before we expand what those kind of can oh, mean you're I guess. gonna make me hold thoughts have uh, you met me no <laughs> we can dive deeper into those things oh for sure we're talking about but i feel like if we have a thought we need to express it i agree hi neurodivergent assholes we are on to number six now called oh, yeah uh what is that companionate companionate love intimacy and commitment but with no passion. Certain close friendships, best friends, longtime friends, etc., fall into this category. This can also include long-term relationships where passion is no longer present, but the members still feel bonded and connected in other ways. The love someone feels for family members that they're close to also falls into this category. So this could, I mean, I would argue that all, well, I'm going to be careful with all, but I'm going to say all, mm-hmm. um, like, Vast majority of there we go ace people fall into this category with any of their romantic partners. Right, like they don't want the passion part of it necessarily. Right. Granted, there are ace people that still enjoy sex. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not. That's not their primary. Right. Excuse me. Point on their triangle. 
So it's not a yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a priority in their right, dynamic thing. Right. Yeah. And this, you know, I would very much agree the best friends thing. Like Oh, for sure. I mean, if you're if you're not feeling emotionally connected to your best friend, then why are they your best friend? I agree 100%. Yeah. There's a reason. You got to be connected in some way. There's a reason that my three best friends are my extra spouses. They're my bonus spouses. Like that is who they are. But who's the other one cuz I know I'm at least two. <laughs> no, darling. I Okay, Ashley and I are two, so who's the other one? <laughs> I love you both. <laughs> But haven't quite let's, hit best. Oh, best. Okay, you know what? That's fair. It's on the radar. It's just right? not best. No. She grabbed your. What earring. ring did she grab? My heartledge. Oh. And I've been having issues with it the last couple days. Well. At least it wasn't a nipple ring. So. <laughs> I don't have those pierced with a septum ring. No, no, she's not been pulling those. Just my ear. <laughs> she actually reaches for it after I yeah. say that. Anyway, <laughs> you were saying I'm being so, assaulted by the baby. <laughs> I would I would say what I love. I would say out of all the ones that we've talked about so far. Yes. I think a lot of things are what people think they want in a relationship. I'm going more towards like either, you know, romantic love or infatuated love. Like those ones, I think a lot of people can understand. And it, and it depends on where you are in life in terms of like maturity and things you know you know what you're or what you're looking for or what you're looking for but i would i would say the one that i love the most so far is probably the companion in love sure because again that shit hits different that doesn't mean you have to be smashing but to experience life with another person on a intimate level Uh you know everything by by what bob has defined here i think is Kind of what we all, I say all, what a lot of people strive for in life. Someone to share those experiences with, Mm -hmm. someone to help you when you're in need, something to enjoy things when you're enjoying them. Like, I mean, I think that's almost almost like what it means to be like a human being to a certain degree. I mean, I think think it's, I think it's a core, a core, I don't know, thing in people's lives. Because, you know, families can fall apart. Yeah. Well, Well, Family stuff can be difficult or, you know, having a significant other and things can be difficult. But in, ter- in terms of like having long relationships with someone that you can be very close with mm-hmm. is, I think, what probably most people want in their life. I don't want to generalize that, but I would think well, most I people would say want... a solid percentage of the average population. Yeah, either it's... would would aim for that to be an experience in their life. And it could be someone that's like, I'm really close with my mom or I'm really close with right. a friend or. It doesn't matter what the title necessarily of the relationship is in that type of connection. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, it's somebody that you like. You, I like the word you said that you experience or do life with. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anna tagged me in something earlier today that said, "Can we talk about the sweetness of the errand running friend relationship?" I'm like, "Hi, how you doing?" Like, literally, somebody that you go and do your fucking grocery shopping with, or you go to the bank, or you do what? Like, you. I've just, never had that. I, I know and it's but there's I know legitimately I'm sorry because it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. I haven't had that in a long time it's it's a it's a good feeling I take that back I did it once with Jordan and we went to jungle gyms in Cincinnati well that's but that's a destination situation I'm talking like I get called at 11 15 on a Saturday morning hey bitch what you doing uh I am sitting in my underwear eating an omelet what you doing like and they're like you know? We gotta go grocery shopping. I gotta go come grocery with me. shopping. You'll come with me. Okay, right. fine. 
Are we getting Starbucks first? Of course. Okay, cool. I'm happy. Do that dirty chai tea. Oh, hell yeah. yeah like we said. Double dirty chai. <laughs> it just keeps getting crazier every time we bring it up. No, always double dirty chai. I'm pretty sure we said just dirty. No. Double, double dirty? dirty? Always double dirty. I don't know. You want to get a double dirty later? Anyways, so no, no, no. I, I, I think, I think that's a, a very powerful, a very powerful kind of love right there. Sure. Okay. I would argue that all of them can be powerful in their own right, but I completely agree with what you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I would, I would say the, again, if we were general generalizing, but I think mm -hmm. a majority is something people want at least yeah. someone that is in that category. Okay. Hundred percent. Uh. What is that? Fatuous Seven. love? Fatuous love. So mm. passion and commitment with no intimacy. Mm. Um, brief, passionate period of new relationship energy, followed by a serious commitment. So marriage, moving in together, etc. Before the people involved have a chance to really get to know one another and bond on a non-passionate level. Hey, baby. If you're going to do that, pull the mic away. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She's so talkative. Oh, my gosh. She's asking for her baby, but it's right here. Like, it's in your hands, darling. <laughs> so passion and commitment. So this is the, the physical and the erotic type connection and the future planning connection without a lot of emotional intimacy. A lot, a lot of emotional connection. I'm okay. not going to use the word to define the word. Right. So the very first thing that came to mind and I don't think it was his intention, but it's definitely the very first like flash in the pan thought for me was like the 90 day fiance situation. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> that's an, I've actually, actually never watched that. I show. haven't either, but it's just, that is the first, but I've heard it's thing. actually pretty good. I don't know. So, I don't know that's like, just that, from some people that sure. I know that have watched it. So I'm not going to judge something I've never experienced. I just find the irony when people talk about the sanctity I've watched of married. Uh, oh, sorry. I said, I just find it ironic when people talk about a sanctity of marriage, but then they can't stop watching two people that have been randomly just brought into a room. And then yeah. a producer said, you are marrying. Enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. If you enjoy that level of I'm not I'm not bagging on it here, but trash television, because that's the that is the box that that kind of show gets put in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, and then you're going to turn around and bash the sanctity of marriage via gay marriage or via polyamory or anything else. Oh, it's you can go fuck yourself. It's incredibly, yeah. Full offense, full sin, you can fuck yourself. I've watched that uh, Married at First Sight. Yeah, same, yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, I got into it and I watched it and I'm like, then why do people have such an issue with other people getting married? Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Because it touches on things that are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. So it's very hypocritical. That's why I can't watch shows like that. I was like, I, just... I watch it, and then like, why well, watch it just to get a good laugh? Sure, that's pretty much the only reason I watch it. I'm like, I'm laughing at them. Like, wow, you you guys just married the person you you never met before in your life. You I mean, just met them at the altar, and you're marrying them. But then you guys are bashing on all this other crap. Whoa, like, what whoa, whoa. the hell is wrong? There's with you? a team of experts. I'll let you know. Oh yeah, they look at everything. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> to anyone in our audience who has had an arranged marriage, I'm sorry for the last 30 seconds of our show. Honestly, that might hey, be the way to go. Now, what? Hey, sometimes arranged marriages I do know. work out. So I know. I, know. I hi, I'm a cunt. Don't mind me. Anyway, <laughs> so that was number seven. So that's the the physical connection and the time connection without the emotional connection. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm boiling down his three descriptions but wait a minute what if you have all three of those 
Well, I'm glad you asked, Christopher, because I feel like I'm on a goddamn game show. That's number eight, consummate love. Wow. <laughs> Everybody, like this is quote unquote goals, like, mm -hmm. which is annoying to me as a polyamorous human, but that's a whole nother conversation. Um, so love that includes all three elements, intimacy, passion, and commitment. So idealized romantic love shown in books and TV and movies um, where it, wow, that's a word. Oh, what we're inculcated. Incul incul what the fuck in is that word? Inculcated. Inculca is that even a word? Is that a real word? I feel like they made that up. I feel like they Bob, made that up too. Bob, what are you doing to us? So basically you're in, to, to me that's inundated, but whatever. That's what I'm thinking he was trying like, to get for, but. From a young, that's literally what it says. And I didn't read ahead. It says what we're essentially, what's forced down our throats from a young age to consider hashtag relationship goals. Um. Yep, uh, inculcate, to instill an idea, an attitude, or a habit by persistent instruction. Okay, so yeah, have yep. it shoved down your throat. Shoved down your throat. Yeah. Cool. Good to, good. Some people are down for that. <laughs> right, anyway. babe? What's going on over there? Hey. hey. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, essentially, being indoctrinated. Yeah. From a young age to consider relationship goals. Uh, the author in his research found that while this state of love does occur in some relationships, it's rarely sustained um, and instead, it's a state that comes and goes even in the quote unquote ideal relationship. Um, and it gets replaced with other forms uh, that he's defined, you know, when one or more pieces temporarily either disappear or shrink. That I think is probably the most powerful part of this entire article right here is we're assuming up to these points, these things are relatively stagnant they, and that they there are... must be a perfect one in this. Right. And if you and were looking at this tit triangle... <laughs> that that well the, the mark of it is kind of in constant motion yeah it's it i mean it, i would i don't know if it, it swings in one direction versus another but it probably for the most part i mean majority of this podcast swings in all directions hey, so, hey, hey, hey. yeah that's true um but no the i i completely agree with you it's it's i would argue it's less of a just you're looking at a triangle it's a spectrum mm -hmm. like a spectrum of love if you will yeah because you know, yes, you have like they could all technically be triangles, but if you have like this, I'm I'm gonna lean into the engineering here for a second. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you have the so center is your zero point, mm -hmm. your origin, if you will. That's the word. Thank you. I knew there was a name for it. It's been a minute, y'all. Um, and you lose one of those points of the triangle, it's gonna go in mm -hmm. to to center, and mm -hmm. it's not going to be necessarily a triangle anymore. Right. So, I like spectrum. It's like it's like those uh, like those RPGs where it's like uh, you know yes. like an octagon and it's got different yes. like, stats. It's kind of like one of those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hashtag uh, nerddom. Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah, I completely agree that that is very easily the most powerful sentence in the whole whole article because it's not there is no static state at any one of these points. I would argue, except for maybe non-love. Like there are people. That's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. There are people that you will. Yeah never have a connection with and they are purely a glancing like a glancing connection on your line of life that you're never going to see again never going to talk to again never going to nothing again <laughs> right and you know that that that's just it's going to stay that way mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that like but i would argue that the I rest of them you. are very much i love you too but you could have that <laughs> they're very much fluid parts of any relationship mm -hmm. like and even like we briefly talked about friends with benefits earlier i could easily categorize 
that particular label, quote unquote, in multiple types of love, right. depending on number right. one, where your friendship started. Mm-hmm. Like, is this, I know it makes my head hurt too, kid. <laughs> like, if you started out at the, excuse me, like the companion at love level with somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you decided, okay, well, let's let's throw some passion in there. Let's throw some sexy shit in there. Like, you know, you would very easily. Sorry. Oh my goodness. You know, she we couldn't get her to sh- couldn't even get her to shush from screaming. Now it's just she's just got things to say. Yeah, I know. She's getting sleepy. Yeah, you're gonna be swinging from that companion companionate love level into a version of that consummate love level. Right. But it's not going to look the same as necessarily the, quote, relationship goals that was shoved down our throats by, you know, well, media our whole lives. Well, and, and I, I love that he puts in this. I assume it's like, I assume it's a man. Um, Robert. Hey, I don't know. Um, you don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it, I, I love that he puts it in here, too. It's like, as showed us to us in books and movies. Well, whenever you see a romance movie or a rom-com or something uh-huh. like that. There maybe is elements that it starts off in here, you know, like maybe it's a, um, you know, an empty love or infatuated love, or I mean, it could be like a non-love, non-love. Yeah. And then it somehow goes screaming to this consummate love. Right. By the end of the movie, by the by the apex of the movie, it's now consummate love. The notebook. And then the notebook kind of thing. It's like, oh, look at that. Everything worked out. Right. But then that's when the movie ends, and then we just all have like they don't we don't see the no. after that part. Uh uh-uh. uh, not with the notebook. He grows old, and he's in a no. nursing home, and has to. Okay, but the point don't, is, don't tell me it. But it ends at this. No, it doesn't. Not in the notebook. Oh boy, <sighs> seen that movie too many times. I was just trying to make a comparison. <laughs> I wasn't trying to have a dissertation it about the out. notebook. The baby's <laughs> pulling my hair. Hey. She's telling you, shush, mommy. They're trying to make a point. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Stop being abused by the child. Give me this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold my stick. I will hold your stick. Stop it. Anyway, you were saying. But the point I'm trying to make is in any type of media, when it has like something to do with, you know, romance or love or relationship stuff, yeah. is that it starts kind of in some of these other ones that we first started talking about with sure. and then at, and then again at the apex of the movie or the end of the movie it's consummate love but then once the movie's over we just kind of take the lesson whatever it is and then we move on but if this is a real life is that maybe starts right there and then maybe it falls into another category of some of here sure based upon certain life events or how the dynamic changes or, or whatever sure so to say all these kinds of loves are all trying to be pushed to consummate love is not accurate at all. I completely agree. This might this is might be what everyone strives for. I, I say everyone loosely. This might be something that people something push that's dangled for. as the carrot at the end of it's the carrot at the end of the relationship escalator. Right. Both of which are bullshit, by the way. But you might you might <laughs> you might be in a relationship with someone that you you can't have maybe some of these things. Sure. Or they don't they don't want that thing. You, you know, you could you can have someone that you love to death right there, but they have intimate you know, it's hard to be intimate with them. Yeah. You right. know, you like you can have a strong, you know, again, you can have a strong passion for someone and yeah. you just don't make commitments with 
because maybe right. they're not the commitment type. Yeah. So it's a oh man, it's a really good way of breaking down those loves, love relationships. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a good three kind of touch points to define a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like and this is like and that the, the next section is just kind of like yeah just a couple boiling of, like, shit uh, down yep but um but yeah like, so like some meaning some meaningful aspects of being in a relationship can cross the boundaries between these categories for example depending on the way a person conceptualizes kink whether they find it primarily a sexual or physical gratifying experience a way to express and build emotional connection and or a formal commitment to another person kink could fall under one of these categories two of them or all three I 110% agree, and I forgot that that sentence was in there, so thank you for finding it. I saw kink, and I, my eyes immediately gravitated towards <laughs> That's it. That's entirely fair. <laughs> it is not a word that is, you know, as common as others, right. so that's right. fair. Um, but yeah, 100%. And if you ask the average kinkster, mm -hmm. I've been using average a lot this podcast, sorry, um, but they're going to say that it is, you know, a fluid definition depending on who you're talking to, what kind of dynamic you're talking about, what kind of play you're talking about. Right. And, you know, just the individual human person that you're talking to. Right. You know, for for one person, you know, impact play may just be a physical thing. Like, I enjoy the feeling of getting hit with stuff. Mm -hmm. And for other people, it could be just a form of, the emotional side of it, it is a punishment for something. You are being taught a lesson. Right. Or, you know, it could be either one of those coupled with, you know, the relationship with from submissive to dominant. Mm -hmm. And you're you're having the, you know, the dominant. Oh, I know. She's very upset. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the uh Assert, the asserting of the dominance of the dom on the sub mm -hmm. and it's just that relationship aspect of it you know you're you're asserting that but uh, you know i mean for me ideally it's a it's a blend of all three like you know sure. you're building the relationship of you know you have the expectation of, of future things so you have the the time what is which one is that commitment mm -hmm. and you know, you have the emotional side of it. So there's, there's this, you have broken this rule. Therefore you get this particular punishment and this is what you're learning out of it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, there's the, the physical side of it that, no, that's, that that's, that's a pleasurable experience or a not pleasurable <laughs> experience, but there's a physical side of it. Hello there, dear. Hey. <laughs> so, but yeah. And you could talk to somebody else and they're like, no, I just like to get my ass smacked. Okay, cool. Happy for you. Yeah. Can fall into any of these here. It could fall into, you know. D, all of the above. D, all of the above. So going to get you. <laughs> well, and and again, we we've 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 talked about this before too. You know, when we talk about like say say kink, in its in its definition right there too. Yep. That sometimes kink doesn't have to be. You know, we talked about just purely physical. Uh -huh. This is what I want over here. There's again, human beings are complicated creatures, and there could be more underneath all those things to oh, what you just described. One hundred percent. I mean, I would argue that the closest thing that I currently have to a kink dynamic, which is not at all really a kink dynamic, mm -hmm. um, is you know mostly mental. 
Right. Like, there's not a whole lot of physical there. There's not a whole lot of emotional outside of the relationship that I have with the human that I'm having it with. Right. Like, and it's, yeah, there's, it's complicated and nuanced. Hello. <laughs> I think she has found Kaylee. Hi, baby. Where are you going? <laughs> Trying to get down and I'm not letting her. Uh-huh. There you go. There you're good. You have a spot on the couch. There you go. You good now? Look at that. Between okay. two brats. There you go. A brat between a brat lip between two a brats. Brat between... <laughs> a brat lip between two brats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see that smirk. <laughs> yeah. She's telling you no, I'm not daddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll believe that when I see it. So no, I think this was an incredibly good article. I think it's I yeah. think it's really, really great. Because again, like the whole point of us doing this was just kind of articulating our stance on things, our articulating relationship. What does our relationship look like? If you're polyamorous, what is right. that? polycule you know what you're saying yeah. would look like you know because you can be i mean you could have a someone that you have all three of these things with a consummate love but then someone you could have a relationship with someone that's you know purely romantic yeah or you could like you said you could have a really close relationship with someone which was the what was that the companionate love or you could be that the person's uh, sorry meta <laughs> Metamorph, yeah. Metamorph, and a metamorph can be just purely like the non-love, just doesn't yeah. want to have a relationship at all. Right. So even in this, absolutely layers has nuance to it, where to what your <laughs> dynamic looks like. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I think this is a really, really great thing to to, to have observed. It's a great thing to to observe, and it's also good verbiage. So if you know you're talking with a new partner. And, you know, you're trying to tell them what you're looking for. She likes Kaylee. Mm -hmm. Hi, baby. Who doesn't? Right? I mean, I have a list. But, <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice to be liked. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's good to have language to, mm -hmm. to tell people what it is that you want or what you're looking for. Right. Like She's telling you to keep doing that. Okay. <laughs> I can keep doing that. You are not the only human in my life that likes it when I stroke their hair. So, because <laughs> you um, stopped and she went like this with her fingers <laughs> down her face, like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm sorry, I stopped. I want more scratches, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like having the language to tell somebody, "This is what I'm looking for." Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not looking for, you know, in these definitions, I'm not looking for intimacy. I'm looking for passion and light commitment. Sure. Like I want you to come rail me twice a month. Like, I want you to join me on this cruise, and then we'll, we'll never speak of it again. We'll ra we'll rail each other till <laughs> the till we get back to shore. You know, right? Yeah, it's it's helpful to set a boundary and an expectation. Right. No, no, no. You're not getting down because I know you want to get into stuff. But yeah, I will. I will be. Uh, I will try to be as active in in. <laughs> understanding this and applying it to stuff sure because i think it's really great it you is know. great and again i'm just curious to talk to my other friend too um you know the new, one new work friend my new my new work friend <laughs> yeah and her fiance because it's like you know obviously if you're in that li lifestyle i mean you're probably not wanting a lot of intimacy you're probably not wanting a lot of commitment it's probably purely a it's probably uh, uh, mostly passion and, and, or yeah and the the commitment side of it is going to be if you have like regular partners like mm. you know you have a couple that you always have a swing relationship with right. out of a situation right 
So you have that the time. Yeah, you have to have a, some sort of a. You're paying out of the time, time there. type of a situation. And like what I what I had said earlier about like the the liking friendship, so like the the intimacy without passion or commitment, like. Oh my goodness. Like this kind of goes back to one of the first relationship defining situations that I found while I was scouring the internet. Who to migrate the child? Okay, so So we talked about Oh yeah. Swing, yeah, yeah, yeah. we talked about Yes. So actually the um like actually defining what a relationship is. Is it a friendship? Is it a romantic relationship? Is it a whatever? Mm-hmm. Like I am kind of a relationship anarchist in that particular vein Mm -hmm. because I I mean, we briefly touched on this before, but I might do something for a friend that either they or their partner may view as like, well, that's a really romantic thing, like a romantic partner thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we lay on a couch and have a cuddle pile, like, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to stroke your hair. Like, yeah, we've talked, we've talked about things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you left... Or no, you. This was when you weren't there. After the session, you weren't there for mm-hmm. last session. It was literally cuddle pile on the couch. Anna, Annie, and I were sitting on the couch talking, mm-hmm. and then Brian's like, "Are we cool with the?" Okay, cool. And then he like flopped down between all of us, and he had his head on my chest. He was holding her feet, and Anna's feet were on top. It was this whole big just <laughs> pile of bodies, and it was wonderful because <laughs> I love cuddling. <laughs> Like that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Pick, why not? Pick a human, any human. I love cuddling. Mm-hmm. It's the thing. Tell me your love language is physical touch without telling me your love language is physical touch. I'm a cuddle whore. Okay. I'm gonna make you a t-shirt right there. That says cuddle, I'm sorry. Cuddle, cuddle slut, lore whore, cuddle slut. <laughs> I'm a cuddle slut. That is a thing. Cuddle slut. I will own the fuck out of that title. Thank you. Normalize quasi platonic cuddling mm-hmm. i say just, quasi because you know it's all fine and games until someone gets a boner so hey listen <laughs> listen the problem with being a hypersexual bi polyamorous person is you're kind of a little bit in love with all of your best friends yeah the issue comes if they're not aware of it <laughs> and maybe a little bit of wanting them to make the first move listen listen i'm not calling myself out like that because all of i'm my not gonna express all my love for all my friends well, no and... all of my best friends are very much aware i love them just a little bit mm-hmm. and if they were to take the step further then there would be little to no resistance on this end just throwing that out there and i know i'm not the only human who feels this way i think it's a very human thing to feel seriously yeah well and and what's i guess now after reading this article and us talking about everything too. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it it is funny how maybe you have a relationship where someone falls into this and you want them to be in something else. And so that's a mood. Yeah. yeah, Well, you know, it could be just something that's, you know, a liking or a friendship or something like that. And you're like, man, I wish that I could have had, you know, you have an interest in me. I maybe want some sort of commitment. And I don't know if, some people are easier to get a commitment as opposed to like a passion, stuff like that. And again, it yeah. could be a per person basis sure. basis. Well, and it could be a per relationship per person basis. Oh yeah. I would, I would, argue, I would take the could out, could be out of there. It is a it per is. person per yeah. relationship basis. Like right. 
there's a reason that you know we as a human race are not just one big sex cult mm -hmm. like there are some people you're just like although it's no, really thank you although, although it is really weird how all cults eventually devolve to sex cult speaking of a whole nother podcast <laughs> This is now a murder mystery, uh, like type. Of, yeah, yeah. Yikes! No, Yikes! I, but I, I, I think about that a lot too. How you have like friendships and stuff like that, and then mm -hmm. it's like the more time you spend with them, the more it's like, man, I couldn't see, I couldn't be without this person in my life. Yeah. And then maybe through that, you kind of through self reflection or something, and like it's like, you know, maybe I am, maybe I have a love for them that's maybe not just a friendship. Maybe it is yeah. a deeper one, and then. Well, maybe it is physical. Maybe it isn't physical. Well, maybe at that point, it's what does just friendship mean? Right. I enjoy being in the same space as you for long periods of time. Okay. So solely intimacy. It could be. The emotional side of things. Could be. Is that what I'm saying? That's what you're you're saying when you're saying just a friendship. I, I, boy, I, even, even saying a friendship is weird because I have... Exactly. Like we talked about, I have just friends where that's as far as it goes. And then there's other ones. It's like, you know, could it be, you know, would I want it to be physical? Maybe. Maybe it's more, I mean, I'm going to take you, you know, again, to di to dinner with my family. Yeah. You know, because maybe that furthers the whole life experience thing. Sure. So. I mean, there's a whole song about it. Let's be friends so we can make out. Or we just turn off the lights and we play the game of who's in my mouth, you know? All right, Dane Cook, calm down. No, someone called me out of my Dane Cook thing. Fuck yeah, I do. God. You're not you the only one. You know how many times I've said that and people Nobody are Nobody gets it? No one. You are literally the first person to ever get that. Yes. <laughs> I win. I, I have made that joke hundreds of times. And nobody gets it. No one's That's ever called me out That's fucking depressing is what that is. Well, and maybe it goes more to who Dane Cook is as a comedian. but mm, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that is very fair. Anyway. No, I thought this was great. I'm, I'm super, super, super glad that we did this. Me too. I'm super glad. I like this a lot. Yay, terminology and having words to define things. Because humans like to put things in boxes, regardless of whether things Go stay on. in those Go boxes. On. Go on. Yes, I know. Giggity, ha, 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 uh, vagina yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, we like to have neat ways, and I'm not talking neat as in novel. I'm talking neat as in clean mm -hmm. ways to define things. Sure. Ways to talk about things. Sure. Clear, concise language to say this is what I'm looking for. I, I would... Boy, this is going to get more philosophical than it probably needs to be, but... I mean, Ashley's gone, so... <laughs> no, it's, meaning it's, that you and I, I have a tendency to do this when we do, We do, we do. Like I said, I, I, I love Ashley right there, but sometimes when I get really deep, she just kind of goes, I don't understand. That human beings are complicated. They're complex creatures. But if there's yeah. a chance that we can make things as black and white as possible, it's like we should. Either it is this thing or it isn't. Which mm. we, we try to. Because it's okay. hard, because, like we said... Well, you know, a friendship should be this or this. And clearly we have all these other things of like, man, that could be. Oh, yeah. Super, super complex or what even a, a friendship is. A hundred depends. A hundred percent. Yeah. Ooh. The fuck was that? Pretend. One hundred percent is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we have things, you know, there's different kinds of love that, again, it could just be friends with benefits. It could be just, you know, purely you know, pure, purely sexual, 
doesn't have to go any further than that. And, you know, maybe those those parties are okay with that. And then we start to get into polyamory. And, you know, again, some of these could be all over the place on this. Absolutely. There could be many defining things. 100%. And you could have, you know, a partner as a polyamorous person that is just the emotional, intimate side and connection of things. Mm -hmm. Like the difference between, I think, in my mind at least, that and just having a really in-depth, intimate relationship with just a friend is context. Mm-hmm. Like, and how you have defined right. it with that particular person. Right. Like, I very, very easily, somebody who does not know us at all could think that Chaos Crew was just in a giant polyamorous relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. That would be super, super easy for somebody to make that leap. Like, yeah. there's a fucking footbridge <laughs> to make that leap with. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, I mean, we, you know, we make that as as a joke, but, I mean, it's basically a thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it, relationships are a fluid thing, people. That's what I'm boiling down to here. Like, are there legal things relating to certain types of relationships? Yes. But... Any relationship with any human being that you have can be extremely fluid. And I encourage that personally. Makes life more interesting. If you haven't kissed your breast breast friends, slip of the tongue. I don't know. That actually fits pretty well right there. It could be your breast friend. What I'm saying is if you haven't kissed your best friend on the mouth, are they really your best friend? That's a good point. It's actually, I'm thinking back about, yeah, good point. I know. (laughs) There might be alcohol involved with that, but that's besides the point. I mean, whether there's alcohol involved or not. Anyways, yeah, now I'm digging. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've made Christopher think about things. I have to think about it right there. To, to me, the more I guess, I, the more we keep doing this and the more I keep thinking about, you know, my relationships and everything, too, is that, yeah. you Ooh. know. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, you go. I was looking for something and I whacked my mic stick. Yeah. You gotta watch out for that stick right there. I'm it's sorry. I'm try. I try not to whack it while we're recording. Sometimes it, it just happens. I think you can understand this too. Sometimes it's really also it's also really difficult to be hypersexual because almost anything can eventually just become super sexual. It's yes. it's super super difficult. It really is because really is. I've I've known that with myself is that if someone has had an interest in me, maybe purely based upon like liking and friendship, your the first thought is going to just be like. You think about there could be a lot of passion in this here. But again, that's not maybe what they want. And that's maybe not even what you want. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not what you necessarily want to pursue. Want to pursue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because what you want and what you need to pursue are two completely separate things. Right. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Life, bitches. Okay. My experience. I've noticed I've noticed that with myself for sure. Yeah. Um. And I mean, also to man, there's there's sometimes you just run into people that you you have a good connection with, and then yeah, again, the more time you spend with them, the more you're really going, man, I could really, I really don't want to lose them any, in, you know, at any point in my life, kind of thing. Yes. You know, just like I couldn't imagine you not being in my life. hundred percent. Or even when people like just through time, you know, relationships split, and it's like a super, super soul crushing. And, I, and again, I don't know if that's normal for people, especially when you get like older. You know, I mean, I've had friends that I've known my whole life and they will never pick up the phone to call me or text me. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like it's super, super. I don't even know if sad is the word. It's 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 very heartbreaking. Um yeah. because I've had plenty of commitments with them. I've had plenty of, you know, in looking at all these things here, a very companionate love with some of these people. Sure. Like very in-depth, a lot of life experiences. And then just through the course of life, it now almost evolves into like just liking friendship with very minimal yeah. amount of almost anything. Like I it almost borderline non-love. Would you would you say <laughs> like nothing? Yeah, not bumping down to non-love. Yeah. That's sad. It is it's super heartbreaking. Like a relationship that starts out or not starts out, but like the majority of its life mm -hmm. sits kind of squarely in the companionate to consummate love category. Mm -hmm. Like and then it gets I, I keep saying like bumped down. That's not what I mean at mm -hmm. all. Like it moves in the direction of it's it moves towards more of an empty love or the liking or friendship situation. Like I think it's harder to lose. Ooh, that's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to answer that. If you're so if you're talking about some a relationship that waffles kind of between romantic slash companionate love and consummate love. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. That relationship. What part of that relationship would be the hardest to lose? Hmm. Yeah. That's a, good, that's a good question. Sometimes my brain comes up with good shit. <laughs> sometimes. 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 Oh, man. I mean, what is... I mean, th those those three dynamics of passion, intimacy, and commitment, like, there's such a balance to them because sometimes, you know, what is passion if there's no – if someone's not committed to you, especially if you had a consummate love, especially if you've yeah. already experienced all those things. Sure. A give and take and, and, and intimacy and all, all these things, and then something gets, you know, pulled away from that that completely changes the dynamic of that love. Yeah, which one could you not live without? Which one? I, I, well, I didn't say you couldn't live without. I said which one is the most heartbreaking to lose out of a relationship, whether it be temporarily or permanently. I don't know. Because it's also, like we said, it's a per person, per relationship. Yeah. Basis well, I'm asking, too. Chris, yeah. if you had a relationship, that, regardless of how you define that relationship, mm -hmm. I don't care about the relationship label. Mm-hmm. I'm saying a relationship that you would define as the spectrum fluctuating between romantic love, compassionate love, and consummate love. Like, that is your kind of happy ocean wave situation. Sorry, do that one more time. You had? Romantic. Yep. Companionate. Yeah. And consummate. Yeah. Honestly, the hardest one to lose is what yeah. we're saying, right? Honestly, probably companionate. If I had a purely because you there are sometimes there's joys in life that again are just not purely like sexual or sure. you know passion and stuff like that. And sometimes even if you have been in a consummate love that loses something in right there, it could still be a very fulfilling relationship. Sure. So oh, man. So let's make it. Let's make it easier. I'm not saying so. I'm, it's like French fries or onion rings. You're putting me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I'll. I'll make it more black and white. Okay. Less 
not which one of those dynamics would be the hardest to lose, which one of the definitions would be hardest to lose passion, intimacy, okay. or commitment. Hmm. You know, the hypersexual in me wants to say, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to. I feel you, babe. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that's a hard one. It, I don't know. It's always a perfectly acceptable answer. There is no right answer. There is no right answer. Cause like, so don't think about it too hard. I know. You, I don't. I mean, I don't think you can lose one entirely. I think you can lose oh, you a can. majority of something. I guess I know. And I know by these definitions, you can. I want to. Do you want me to go fuck. first? Yeah. You're gonna say intimacy. You're gonna say commitment. There's literally three choices. <laughs> this is a passion. Tell me. No. I, I think. I think. I think. I know. I think. I know. I'm gonna say intimacy. For me? For me. Okay. I'm going to say intimacy for me. Why? Maybe. Well. Well, no. Okay. I'm going to. You said intimacy. Why intimacy? So I think intimacy because commitment. Uh-huh. One, I think a commitment stems a lot in maturation of that person. If I'm committed to some, If, if I say I'm going to do something, sure. I'm going to do it. Sure. And we're defining commitment here not as. I'm committed to you. I'm showing my wedding ring because right, we're right, not right. visually recording. Right. And more of a we're going to make we're going to invest time. Yes. We're sinking time. Yes. That's what commitment is. Yes. I, I think I think that's that stems a lot into the maturation part. Um sure. and then I guess in the passion in the passion part, what do we what do we say passion was too? It was uh, like physical the, type situation. Um because I yeah, I I think passion because it's such a basic human level can be yeah you know something as simple as i'm gonna it's gonna sound super corny it's like but it's like you know shaking someone's hand or eye contact or even just the proximity of being that person yeah it loses the human element if you don't have that because there's some people there's some people that could say i can just text you and that's the same thing i get as if i'm sitting in the same room as you parasocial relationships you know so that's that's probably where i would say i would hate to lose any of them but that's probably why i would say like yeah Intimacy would probably so the be, emotional side of it would be the hardest probably to, to drop out. Yeah, because if that's the case, I could just you know have an AI have you know I could have a relationship with an AI computer. You know, smarter child. What's that? Smarter child. Smarter child. Are you too young to remember Smarter Child? Did you have me. how many AIM screen names did you have? Oh, I only had one. I'm sorry. I was I was a very face to face person right there. I didn't. I, I didn't. had like four different ones, and who uh, you were depended on which screen name you got. No. Oh, I am aging myself, y'all. For for those of us who are those of you who aren't geriatric millennial like me. Geriatric millennial. I'm sorry. That's what they're calling me oh now. Oh my god. I'm only thirty four. <laughs> anyway, um. Smarter Child was an AI, probably still is, if AOL Instant Messenger is a thing on somebody's machine. I don't even know if it is. I don't know. But it was, you would talk to it and it would talk back. Mm-hmm. And we would try and get it to say or do mean or nasty or dirty things. Oh, they do that stuff all the time nowadays. Well, yes, I know they do it all the time nowadays. But this was like OG shit, man. Smarter Child. I, I mean, I've seen this. I never, yeah. Oh my God, you picked up. I sh- when people say you can't hear a picture, me, an intellectual, Chris pulled up that picture. I immediately heard yeah. the AIM text tone. 
Yeah. Is that, br- is that bringing you back? Uh, oh, it it's. Mm, is that bringing you back? Too much. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, like, I completely agree. Cause, I mean, maybe it's the quasi demisexual in me, but, um, yeah, I, losing the intimacy out of a relationship in this particular definition of intimacy mm-hmm. is the most heartbreaking thing for me. Like if you can look at somebody and say, well, you know, we used to do life together and now we don't mm-hmm. like, I guess that's a little bit the commitment part too. If you're going to look at it like that, but you know, I, there's a part of me that I don't share with you anymore. Right. So we're, we, we would fall more into the fatuous love, passion and commitment, but no intimacy. Right. Like that is falling into that category from a different category mm-hmm. would be, I think, the most difficult one for me. Right. The way that I'm looking at it. Right. Like if we had started out there, like I'm not saying I can't have that type of a relationship or that definition of a right, relationship. Right, right, right. But falling into that category from somewhere else, I think would be most difficult. Like, dude, could... You know, could I pull somebody home from the bar and go, you all smash? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not, I am not defining myself as a demisexual. I do not have to have an intimacy defined here relationship with you in order to have sex. Right. Or, you know, anything. I'm also like just that. an adult that can make, you know, decisions on my own. And well, no, there's, but demisexual is a thing. Like, mm-hmm. you have to have some sort of emotional connection before you can feel a sexual attraction. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, think they're broken because of that mm-hmm. they're like i just keep falling in love with my best friends that's not normal yes it is like what is normal but exactly yeah. yeah like you're not broken because you have to have an emotional connection before you can have a physical one there's nothing that's broken about that because there's also the people that think they're broken because they don't they can never have a sexual attraction sexual attraction with someone or they can never mm-hmm. have an emotional attraction or, or 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 yeah or or say that i can you know, like i don't do emotional stuff like there i just a romantic yeah yeah ace and arrow if anybody wondering what the a in lgbtqia stands for yeah. a does not stand no. for ally no. no matter how much people want to tell me that it does i didn't know that yep a stands for the ace community so asexual ace aromantic there you go yeah. there you go Anyway, sorry. It's I mean it's Pride Month, so it, that's an appropriate rant to go on. But we've already been at this for a while, and I don't think Chris wants me to go on that rant right now. <laughs> we'll just be here till midnight, and that's okay. Like, like I said, I basically been up since two a two a.m. So, yeah, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're telling me, bro. <laughs> but no, so, I. This like, is now part of the vernacular, bro. Well, that too. Yeah. But I'm more. I was this. I would love to start using terms kind of like this or at the very least understanding commitment, passion, intimacy. Mm-hmm. I think just understanding what those and using, mm-hmm. again, I think what this, what Bob defines each one of these. Sure. I think adds some, like we said, to the fluidity of it and kind of trying to put it into the right box, so to speak. Yeah. Because it is hard to articulate something because especially when you go in your mind. You know, you talk about, you know, I want to share my life with someone right there. It's like, well, share it how. how? Exactly. You know, 
What does that even look like? Because maybe someone doesn't want to experience the same life experiences you have, but enjoys your company, maybe enjoys it on, you know, short term stuff, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, are you there for them for their, you know, physical needs or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I think this is a really good way of, yeah, just defining it. Eight. Okay. Is there any, I mean. That's, well, the, I, so it's, this is literally every possible combination of those three definitions. Right. And, you know, if we come up with a different, you know, thing to add to this, obviously. It becomes a square. Well, yes, it becomes a square. But I mean, like, another term to add to that list of definitions. I was thinking about that as we were doing that right here. I'm like, there's got to probably be another one right there. Well, I know there's more. There's there's many more ways to define things for people. Right. Like, or you could take passion and break that out into different, you know, sure. the different facets of his definition where does food fall in this right here because i think like where does food fall into this here i feel passion is somewhere like right in there <laughs> all right that could go real weird real quick um it could <laughs> but so question to leave you on how would you define what you're looking for in an extraneous partner mm -hmm. that's a bad word but you know what i mean yes like your next your next poly like a poly partner mm -hmm. etc mm -hmm. how would you define what you're looking for in that connection is that a question you're asking me right now and i can answer you can answer it right now yeah. okay so you know again in the beginning of this journey you know you know, we were saying you know triad and you know mm -hmm. like again is that something you want uh, sure let's 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 say that you know but I don't know what the future holds, so you know we'll 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 leave it being as open. being open to it. I mean, I would. It would be really hard. It would be it's it's. I guess for me, it'd be really hard to say like I'd be okay with just a consummate love for everything, because I guess I'm kind of one of those people too that it's like if I have a really emotional connection with you, it does kind of start to become very physical as well. So it kind of seems like all of those things. Sure. So. Even if that was a partner that I had, or even if a partner that Ashley had, yeah. To me, I, I don't know. I, and again, that's what I just kind of noticed with myself, is that but, if I if go ahead, sorry. Well, no, I'm saying so. You're looking for all all three of those. I think out of so. A partner, I think some, so. In some capacity. I think so. So you're not wouldn't just be looking for, you know, the the passion and the intimacy. You would also want a commitment situation. I think so. Okay. And I know that could be hard for some for for some people, but again, I again I take I take commitment as. God, I, I, well, where's your where's where, where's your mouse? Scroll up. Ah, uh, you it's over by you. No, it's not. There's okay, I give up. It's right there. It's so far away. <laughs> <laughs> we are both such lazy fat asses. I'm like it's like two feet in front of me. Like <sighs> so, scroll. What what are what are our definitions here again? So. Intimacy, emotional bonding, sense of closeness, having shared experiences, mm -hmm. passion, romance, physical attraction, sex acts, and or anything relating to eroticism. Right. And commitment, short or long term, um, committing extensive present resources to a relationship without making future promises um, or making formal promises surrounding a future commitment. Right. So I would say if it couldn't be consummate, it would probably be fatuous because okay. I understand – Sometimes you want to have life experiences with someone, 
Sure. You know, you obviously you want closeness to a certain degree, and there's going to be a some certain closeness to some sure. degree, especially if you're passionate or you have a commitment. Regardless of what you think, there's going to be something. They're they're now tied to you to some certain degree. Um, they can get very tangled up. Yeah, they don't have but to. to say, hey, you know, it's my mom's birthday, and I want you to come to me with these things here, or sure. Yeah, I understand you can't be there for every person's and every life expect you know, life experience. So, to 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 me, if I was in a relationship, if if I was in a relationship with someone that's other than my partner currently, uh -huh. I think I would want something probably passionate because again, yeah, hypersexual. Hello. Yeah, um, but understanding that's like you know a commitment. It's like you know if I want to spend time with you, you know I want you to respect that time. If you say you're going to do something. Sure. I would want you to follow through with those things. Sure. But I also understand too. It's like, hey, I got a thing that I got to do here too. You know, we don't. You don't need to worry about it. Right. Well, it's so you would want some level of commitment, whether that is short or long term, mm -hmm. whether that is a long term promise or a hey, I have this resource that I can I can offer time wise. Right. To do this thing with you. Right. I think that's kind of how I feel with it at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. In, in trying to articulate all that within the, you know, 45 minutes, an hour of, of, of this. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I feel emotionally on that. Yeah. I mean, it's this is not a one and done. This is your answer. It's getting tattooed backwards on your forehead to read every morning. Like, you know, it's a very fluid thing, but it's not like it's important to be able to define, you know, you're not just looking for, you know, somebody to pop in and say hey let's let's bone whether it's me and you and her or me and her or you and her or me and you or whatever and it's like, like and and for some people or even just that's that's what they want that's what they they want and again i think that leans more short term ethical, it might be ethical non-monogamy than polyamory right if you're going to drop the difference and I, actually having these I, mm. definitions makes those easier to differentiate yeah oh that's really good Ooh, that's good. So, yeah. yeah. And all all polyamory is ethical non-monogamy. Right. But not all ethical non-monogamy is polyamory. polyamory. Right. Because I think the differentiating definition here mm -hmm. is the intimacy portion. Yeah. I In think so. In the way that we're defining it here. Yeah, I think so. Because ethical non-monogamy does not have to contain intimacy, i.e. emotional bonding, closeness, or shared experiences. It definitely can. Mm-hmm. But it does not have to. Oh, man. That's deep. That's deep. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> <laughs> I just lead with that. You're welcome. <laughs> I just slide right in with You can it. have that for free. That hey. is my best line. That is not true. That's not my best line at all. What's your best line? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> just being awkward, honestly, That's... has gotten me further than probably you know anything else. <laughs> Fuck, I think that is probably the best line. It, it, it wouldn't work for me, like me saying it, but I think with your bubbly personality, that's, pro that's a slam dunk. Just like, hi, <laughs> and then like the shoulder, hi. like, hi, yeah, hi. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. Man, yeah, you need to drop that jib shit right there. You need to just start going like, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um, oh, man, that's really good. Man, that is really good. Solid. That's solid. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... Mm. Okay. 
yeah, I, I, I like I like how you articulated that. I like how you're articulating, you know, non-monogamy, polyamory, obviously the difference of them too. Polyamory being a form of non-monogamy. Correct. Although just like a square and a rectangle. Yep. It's not the same thing the other way around. Yep. And again, for some people, they're dynamic, you know, like we talked about earlier. It's like, you know, it's like me and my nesting partner, mm -hmm. you know, we like, you know, whatever it is, we like having partners that is purely sexual. And then we come home to each other every night. And that's, that be that. Yes. That is. And then yes. that be that, you know, so. That's it. That's the thing. Okay. Man, I, mean, I got to save this article for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because you have to put it in the show notes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, but I, I mean, save it in a folder or something like that to definitely, you know, refer back to it because I think it's a very. Well, I mean, you and all the notes on your computer. And by computer, I mean the pocket computer. Oh, there's, the like I said, there's like 50 tabs or oh, something I know. like that. How many tabs? You, 20. Oh, are we talking about porn tabs? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Because I mean, that's what I was talking about last time we were talking about. Oh, I, I don't keep any on my phone. That's the only thing. Because it I dies already pretty quick with all the tabs that I keep open. But oh, meh. I save them on the iPad. That's usually the go to. That's but. fair. But no, this was the old, the other, and I'll text this to you if you want to, mm -hmm. if Ashley included on the Instagram post or whatever. Yeah. Um, I do not know who I stole this from because the name is not attached to it. It's just a photo that I saved. I am sorry, Internet. If you know who it is, yell at us. We'll tag them. Um, but it says polyamory is not just about sex. It doesn't even have to include sex at all. You can be the pickiest person who hates dating and still be polyamorous. Being poly is not always about wanting to have many partners, but is probably more often than not about the freedom to be able to. The freedom to be able to meet a human being and to be able to see where the connection naturally goes. The freedom to fall in love with someone else without having to make the decision to only be with one. The freedom to not watch while your heart breaks, wondering, what if I could pursue this? Stop attributing it to just having sex. Yeah. And if I had to tell somebody why I'm Polly, that's why. The, that's good. The being, the, the, the having to sit and wonder, well, what, what if this hadn't happened and I had met this person first? Mm -hmm. Like, sitting and screaming at the universe, Why? is probably the worst fucking feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like you have somebody that you're like, everything, literally everything fits, but we're both married. Right. Like, it's obnoxious. Right. <laughs> you're, no, no, I think, I think you're a hundred percent right. It's, 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 you know, the, the, you know, oh, if only we would have met at a different time or if we were in different stages of our life or, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a restriction. It's such a hold, especially on, I guess, as as cliche as it sounds, kind of what the heart wants kind of thing. Well, yeah. You know, when you have that, you're like, oh, curse this legalese of, you know, defining a marriage and, oh, darn. Monogamy's weird. Darn, I can't put you on my taxes. Damn. <laughs> Listen, the day that we can claim polyamorous partners on our taxes is going to be a fucking beautiful day. Like, really, really beautiful day. <laughs> I can't lie. Where? There's one other thing. There's one other one there? Yeah, sure. Here it is. And this is more funny, but it's, it's accurate because I just yelled monogamy is weird because monogamy is weird. 
Like, imagine turning down dating someone who's exactly your type and who you have great chemistry with because someone else was here first. Whack. And that... You is... can't come in here because I'm plowing this person. Seriously, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. at Arcane Lane on Twitter. But, yeah, like, it's super weird. Like, I... Everything, literally everything works with this person. But, sorry, this person who's here first... I'm not a piece of land that you can put a fucking flag on and go, nope, mine, bitch. You, I, you're like the moon. Seriously. I have conquered you. Yeah. I mean, you can conquer me, but <laughs> that does not give you dominion was, over me. I was like, there's, the, there's, there's that brat move right there. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's great. Anyway. So, yeah. No, I love that you showed this to me. I love that we could just actually talk about it. I yes. super like this. Super like, so you're going to swipe up and not left or right. And up. There we go. <laughs> Swiped up. There we go. Scroll wheel. Sorry, done. that's a Tinder joke. I'm, I'm sorry. Never used Tinder. It's been a minute. <laughs> I I tell you what, I it was before any of these apps ever existed right there. Man. I got that, ghosted by the one girl I ever went out with from Tinder. I was oh, real pissed. Bummer. She was hot, too. I was real mad. I went to see. What's when did the last Jurassic Park movie come out? Oh, boy. Like the first one with Chris Pratt or the second one with Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt? Crisp rat. Pass. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure we went to see whatever the last like Fallen Kingdom. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we went to see a Jurassic Park movie in theaters. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was good. Like I thought we had a good time. We were talking and then she just stopped responding. I was upset. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. By the way, Jurassic World was 2015. That was six years ago. It might have been Jurassic World. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's been a hot second. Yeah. Oof. I've been on this journey for a while. <laughs> Would you say it's been a while? We do not have the money for that copyright strike, Chris. I just, I just, I just said, uh, I just said, yeah. Okay. I was going to make another joke, but I'm going to refrain. Okay. Well, I think we've, uh, I think we've done an excellent job of this year. Um, yeah. Don't break your arm patting us on the back. Uh, it's, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. I don't even think I could reach my back right now. Too. That's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. Solid. So check us out. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Um, so if you want to read this, I will put it in the descriptions below on the show, show notes. notes. And keep listening. Download. Check yes. us out on our link tree. Yes. You know, everything, all of our social medias are there. Yes. You can reach us, reach out to us. And uh, tell me, tell me what you think. Tell us what you think. That's it. This ain't just about you. I like it to be about me, though. As I see, as I see, like the, the batting of the eyes, at I'm, I'm relieving some of that control. It's hard. It's hard. Huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Just gonna leave. You're it. just gonna leave it there. Okay. Leave it. Okay. We, we, if they've been with us this long, they've heard they've... your BDSM test results. This does not surprise them. Or if they listen to this episode, they realize that hey, Chris was using a spreader bar. Yeah. But it wasn't just Chris using the spreader bar. That's a good point. That's a fair Chris point. Chris was getting manhandled by the spreader bar. <laughs> she tries to get out of stuff. She tries to get out. Yeah. And so she tries to get like move her way. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to one of the facets of having a brat. Yeah. 
I was hoping it would be like, haha, there's no way there. She's still, she's like, she's like, she's like a Chris Angel, like trying to escape out of this. I didn't, okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before we leave here, I didn't oh, even tell God. you this part too. Oh, I also had her handcuffs also. He's demonstrating to the bar. this visually, by the way. Hold on, hold on. I was going to say, hold my, hold my stick. So I, I had, this is great. you know, like that in there too, as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like trying to like fidget and get out of there. I'm like, no. Nope. So wrists attached to ankles that yes. are attached to a spreader bar. Yeah. Because this is a podcast, not a YouTube video. But it's it's funny. I appreciate it's, it's the funny. visual. <laughs> I appreciate the shit out of the visual. Not as much as what was posted on our story the last time we recorded, because that was lovely. But <laughs> yeah, that was great. Anyway, so thank you for sharing. Um, we've already done most of the outro, so click the link tree. We love you. Keep it freaky. Bye. Later. Mwah! <laughs>